Okay, as always, we are going to talk about this decision from the Arizona Supreme Court that we got yesterday. Of course, that's the only news worth covering right now because this is a pretty big deal. So uh, the Arizona Supreme Court finally made a decision on Carrie Lake's election challenge appeal, and they decided to rule in favor on one out of seven of the election claims. Now, Carrie Lake immediately took to Twitter and celebrated this as a major victory. While at the same time, virtually the entire media is calling this a major loss. Take a look. Uh, So (laughs) here we have AZ Central, Carrie Lake election challenge mostly rejected by Arizona Supreme Court. KTAR News, Arizona High Court rejects all but one of Carrie Lake's election claims. Uh, KOLD, Arizona Supreme Court rejects almost all. I mean, so they're all saying the same thing. This was a major loss because they rejected most of her claim. But the key thing here is that one of the claims is being allowed to go forward. So the question here is whether or not this is a major victory or is this a major loss or something in between? And I'm going to attempt to answer that question in this live stream. But spoiler alert, I have some serious mixed feelings. I feel somewhere in between. And I I, I don't think that this is all that great if I'm being completely honest. And you guys know I don't lie to you. I don't peddle hopium. You know, I'm not going to black pill. But I think that there's some serious concerns that we need to address here. So before we get into that, make sure to smash that like button and also check out the sponsor of this show, MyPillow.com, because right now there's a massive closeout sale on the all-season slippers. When you use promo code NICK, that's N-I-C-K, you can save a ton of money and get the the all-season slippers for just $25 when you use my promo code. And like I said, guys, people are ranting and raving about my promo code, how short it is, how concise it is. It's only four letters. So, I mean, how can you say no? Here at the Nick Moseter channel, we save you money and time, okay? So, you know, you can also get the bed sheets as low as $25. You got the uh, MyPillow 2.0 revolutionary technology. You got the the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper. Gosh, there's so many great deals going on. So go to MyPillow.com and enter promo code Nick. Now, also... Uh, I I, I got to say this too. So as soon as we're done here, uh, we're doing this new thing where every day that we go live on Rumble, we also do an after party on Locals. So as soon as we get done here, we're going to be firing up another live stream on Locals, and it's free. It's not just for the uh, financial supporters over there. It's for everybody to watch. There's a link in the description of this video, and the stream is already set up and ready to go. <clears throat> and the reason is because I want to show some love to the people over on Locals. So... Uh, we're doing an after party. You guys are all invited. And if you do become a supporter, you can join the discussion. Uh, see the comment section. Send me comments. It's going to be real casual, laid back. It's going to be a lot of fun. So the link is in the description. Check that out and make sure to stick around at the end of the show. Now, let's talk about this Supreme Court decision. So, again, the Supreme Court dismissed six out of seven of Kerry Lake's arguments. And the one that was allowed to go forward is a big one. It's the challenge to signature matching. And we know that since the conception, you know, since we all realized that elections are stolen, one of the main things that they fought us on is looking at the actual signatures on the early ballot envelopes. I mean, we have fought tooth and nail 
to get a signature verification and virtually nobody has allowed us to touch those and that what, 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 the old saying where there's smoke there's fire there's certain things that they really targeted one was the signature check the other was the canvassing effort remember they sent in the DOJ after Liz Harris because they did not want her going door to door asking people you know if they voted by what method they voted and stuff like that so the fact that the Supreme Court decided to allow this to go back to the trial court, uh, it, it's pretty shocking. I mean, I got to say, at this point, after what the trial court did, uh, Judge Thompson and the appellate court upholding Judge Thompson's terrible decision, I was shocked that the Supreme Court is going to allow this because I was almost certain that they were just going to toss out the entire thing. But we have one count going back to trial for uh, going back to Judge Thompson for further review. And it just so happens to be one of her biggest complaints. Now, um, <clears throat> I want to be clear about something here. And we're going to get into the nitty-gritty details. I don't want people to start jumping up and celebrating and getting their hopes up too high just yet. Because there's still some things that have to happen before we decide if this is a major win or a major loss. So let's talk about what this decision means, first and foremost. Well, let's talk about what it doesn't mean. So, a lot of people automatically assume that this means that Carrie Lake is now going to be able to conduct a full review of all the signatures on all the mail-in ballots and prove, once and for all, that there were thousands upon thousands of illegal votes cast for Katie Hobbs well over the margin of victory, and uh, she will be declared the winner. Um, that's not the case. And a lot, of, a lot of people also assume that this decision means that this is going to go back to trial and Carrie Lake's going to have an evidentiary hearing on the world stage for everybody to see. And unfortunately, that's not necessarily the case, at least not yet. Ultimately, that's going to be up to Judge Thompson. What this decision means is that Judge Thompson has to go back and re-review the count on signature matching uh, and decide whether or not he's going to allow this to go to trial. Okay. Now, he originally dismissed this count due to latches. And latches basically means that you filed this complaint too late. And, um, you know, a, compl a complaint is barred by latches when you're challenging the election process itself after an election. Like, if, if, if there's a law or there's a provision in the Secretary of State's election procedure manual that you don't like or you think is set up, you know, to, uh, to favor one party over another. Well, you would be required to challenge that before the election. Okay, because if you challenge it after the election, then it kind of just looks like you're, you're like being a sore loser. Like, you're only challenging this because you lost. If you had won, you wouldn't be challenging this at all. So, per Arizona law, you're not really allowed to challenge the process itself after an election. And Judge Thompson decided to dismiss Carrie Lake's count regarding signature matching on latches. And this was completely ridiculous. Because Carrie Lake was never challenging the procedure itself. She was never challenging the process. She was saying that the law was broken. That they didn't follow the process. They didn't follow the proper procedures. Okay? 
And so when she appealed this to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court looked at it and said, you know what? She's right. She wasn't challenging the, 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 the process. She was saying that the law had been broken. Okay? So that's what the Supreme Court says was wrong. Um, and now he's sending this back to Judge Thompson to review. And ultimately, at the end of the day, Judge Thompson could still dismiss this for another reason and never let it go to trial. Okay? And unfortunately, um, I have to say this. This is me being blunt. This is me being honest. This is not me trying to black pill, but it's me trying to curb a little hopium. I would say uh, that there's probably a 99.9% chance that that's exactly what's going to happen based on the other part of this Supreme Court decision. Okay, so let's talk about that. The Supreme Court dismissed six out of seven of the election challenges, right? One of those, count one, was regarding the standard by which Judge Thompson used to dismiss the case. Remember that during the trial, we had all this evidence of, you know, 300,000 ballots lacking chain of custody. We had presentations um, from, uh, what's his name? The guy that, that gave the mathematical presentation about how many voters were disenfranchised. We had the testimony of Clay Parikh, who said that very clearly these ballots were printed on 19-inch paper, and that's what caused all the machines to break down on Election Day, right? There was all this evidence that clearly there was ballots lacking chain of custody, and there was a mass, a massive amount of people disenfranchised by the long lines caused by machine breakdowns. And ultimately, the judge said, sorry, that's not good enough. Because the, the, the judge had set an unreasonably high burden of proof on Carrie Lake and her attorneys. Thompson said that in order for this election to be overturned, Carrie Lake had to show clear, convincing, outcome-determinative fraud and show that the fraud was intentional. Do you remember that? That's why I was so pissed at his decision. Basically, he set the bar as if this was a criminal trial rather than a civil matter. And by that standard, it wasn't enough to render the outcome of the election into doubt. So Carrie Lake could show chain of custody issues. She could make a solid case that all these people were disenfranchised, but it didn't matter because the judge said the standard of the burden of proof is you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt clear, definitive fraud that was intentional, okay? And the biggest problem here uh, with the Supreme Court decision is the fact that the Supreme Court upheld this unreasonable burden. Again, Carrie Lake challenged this in her appeal. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and pull up her um, the appeal, and you guys will see what I'm talking about. So, <clears throat> count one, this was Carrie Lake's appeal to the Supreme Court where she asked the Supreme Court to make a decision on whether or not the panel erred in deciding that a century of precedent applies the clear and convincing standard to all aspects of election contests. Um, so she, she said, 
Oh, okay. So sorry. I, I, I lost where I was reading there for a second. Contrary to Parker v. City of Tucson, in which Division Two recognized that the evidentiary standard remains an open question in cases like this, where there is neither express statutory standard nor an allegation of fraud. Okay? So, this was count one, and this was one of the counts that the Supreme Court dismissed. Okay? So, what does that mean for Carrie Lake? What this means is that this count regarding signature verification is going to go back to Judge Thompson, and he's not allowed to dismiss it for latches. But he's going to be looking at this using the same unreasonably high burden of proof as if this were a criminal trial to make a decision on whether or not to allow this to have an evidentiary hearing. Okay? So that is a very, very steep hill for Carrie Lake to climb. And the reason is simple. Because of what Carrie Lake presented in her original complaint to make the argument that tens of thousands of mismatched, mismatched signatures were counted in the election. Let's remember what her basis for saying that was. Part of her basis for saying that was the uh, results of an investigation conducted by Shelby Bush of We the People AZ Alliance, who actually conducted an entire review of the ballot envelopes from the 2020 election that she was given by Karen Fan, And Shelby Bush concluded that there was an estimated 156,000 mismatched signatures from the 2020 election. So Carrie Lake put this in her original complaint. And what they did was they looked at the people whose signatures were mismatched from 2020, and then they saw, okay, how many of these people voted in the 2022 election? And what they found was that, you know, thousands of these people voted in 2022. <clears throat> so, so let's go to Carrie Lake's original complaint. She said, when, when, when we, the people AZ Alliance, compared names associated with the signatures of the mismatched voters from 2020 against the record of voters who cast ballots in the 2022 election, less... Um, less the later early ballots for which data was not available, even though the full 2022 voter file was not available. The findings were this. 4,328 of the same names associated with the egregious signature mismatches from 2020 voted again in 2022. 5,289 of the same names associated uh, from 2020 were found in 2022. Right. So 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 this is part of her complaint. And so, uh, again, Judge Thompson's going to go back and look at this and he can't dismiss it for latches, but he's going to decide whether or not this meets the burden of proof of, you know, clear, definitive fraud. Right. And I just don't think that that's going to happen if I'm being 100 percent honest with you, because. This is an insinuation, right? This is like speculative. When you're saying, okay, there were problems in 2020. They didn't fix anything before the 2022 election. Therefore, there's probably problems in 2022. While that is completely logical, 
given this burden of proof that we're having to deal with, I don't think that that's going to reach that extremely high bar. And so what my biggest problem is with this Supreme Court decision is while we're allowing this to go back to Judge Thompson, we're not addressing the biggest problem. The biggest problem is this criminal trial burden of proof that Judge Thompson set. And if that's still allowed to stand, then I don't think that this is going to, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think this, this is going to go back to trial, unfortunately. Um, now, Carrie Lake also had whistleblowers, three signature verification workers that signed declarations concerning their experience at Maricopa County during the 2022 general election. And this is where the witnesses say that they witnessed um, tons and tons, like like a 20, 25 or 30% error rate, you know, rejection rate, and that most of these rejections at level one were then overrided by the level two workers, meaning th- there's a three-step process. You have the level one workers that look at the signatures and if they flag them as a mismatch, then it goes to level two. Now, the level two workers have the authority to override them and say, nope, it looks good to me. We're going to count this one. Now, if they agree with the level one workers, then it goes to level three. And the level three is uh, the curing. They, they do the ballot curing. So they call up the voter and they say, hey, there's a mismatch. Uh, you know, did you mean to do this? Blah, 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 blah. And they figure it out over the phone. Well, what these election workers are claiming is that, um, you know, the, these level three workers, they would be expecting to see 15,000 ballots on their desk per day. And they were only seeing like 1,000. So there, there was an assumption that the level two workers must be overriding a significant portion of the ballots that were flagged at level one. Now, here's the problem with that. While that does indicate that there is clearly something nefarious going on here, um, it's it, it's kind of like it's kind of like how when you had um, all of these ballots that were being rejected by machines, right? The, the ballots were rejected by machines. They were put in door three. They were taken to a central count location. They were then duplicated, and then they were run through the machines again and ultimately counted. Now, let's remember, Judge Thompson, he decided that there wasn't any problem here because even though the ballots were rejected, they were still counted at the end of the day. So, Carrie Lake failed to meet this arbitrary burden of proof regarding the ballots that were rejected, right? I would imagine, since we're talking about the same judge here, that this judge is going to say, well, they didn't break the law because... You know, the level two workers had the authority to override the decision of the level one. So these these there was no laws broken here. That's, you know, perfectly acceptable per Arizona law and the secretary of state's procedure manual. So this is the problem. This is the problem that I see, you know, um, and not to mention, (laughs) not to mention and this is also important. If you look at the end of the Supreme Court's decision, the Supreme Court 
puts a ball on the tee for the defendants, Katie Hobbs, Maricopa County, and Adrian Fontes and all those douchebags, to file sanctions against Carrie Lake and her attorneys. Because they said that they they reviewed the evidence. Remember, Carrie Lake claimed that there was 35,000 plus unaccounted for ballots that were added to the total of ballots at a third-party processing facility, meaning Runbeck. And the Supreme Court said the record does not reflect that 35,000 unaccounted ballots were added to the total count. And the motions for sanctions will be considered in due course. So, the Supreme Court, while everybody's out celebrating and, and jumping up and down, let's get it straight. The Supreme Court upheld the unreasonable burden set by Judge Thompson, despite the fact that there's no basis for this in Arizona law or court precedent. In fact, it flies in the face of a century of precedent. At the same time, they completely disregard the chain of custody issues on the ballots. The entire thing where 60% of the machines broke down and caused Massive voter disenfranchisement is now a dead issue, which it pretty much has no chance of being resurrected ever again and addressed and people held accountable, except for if this ultimately does make it to the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, but as of right now, that's completely dead. At the same time, they have allowed sanctions... From the defendants. So what are we... Cel- I'm, I'm sorry. What, what are we celebrating here? What are we celebrating here? Ultimately, uh, you know, this is going back to the same judge that barred the complaint for latches in the first place. Okay. Now, now let's say in um, a just world, Judge Thompson does allow this to go to trial. He does allow an evidentiary hearing. He does allow a review of the ballots. Whatever decision is made there, ultimately, you know, we're going to go back through this whole appeals process again because Katie Hobbs is going to appeal it and then it's going to be appealed to the Supreme Court. And so so this this is a uh, look I I I'm just <laughs> wow, man. Um whew. okay, I'm sweating here cuz uh I might have just bummed everybody out. I might have just bummed everybody out, but I'm just being real with you. I'm being honest with you. Do I think there, there's always the snowball's chance in hell that Judge Thompson does decide ultimately to allow this to go to trial? Right? But at the same time, um, like this is the same guy that sat there and listened to Clay Parikh, who basically said there is absolutely no way in hell that this 19 inch ballots on 20 inch paper that caused the machine rejections could possibly be an accident because it would require either a a, a 19 inch ballot image to to be created at the election director's office or it would require somebody with administrator level access to get inside of these printers and override the settings there's no chance in hell that this was an issue where somebody clicked a button, shrink to fit, or fit to paper. That flies in the face of all logic. It's not possible. He listened to that. He listened to Maricopa County 
election director Scott Jarrett contradict himself and completely because he said there's absolutely no way that there were 19 inch ballots on 20 inch paper and then the next day he said you know what actually this was an issue of shrink to fit like after he got coached you know from one day to the next they pulled him aside and they said look they got you dead to rights so we're gonna have to come up with some bullshit and here's what i want you to say you know go out there and talk about this shrink to fit bs and lie to everybody and the judge had to have known that his testimony from one day to the next was completely contradictory he listened to that and he still decided to dismiss it he listened to the fact that they admitted to not keeping chain of custody documentation on the ballots at the mctech center before they go to run back so we have no chain of custody on 300,000 ballots. He listened to people saying that we have whistleblowers at Runbeck who saw ballots being inserted illegally. The judge didn't care. The judge completely defied the will of the people and uh, he actually affirmed the victory of the illegitimate Katie Hobbs. So, when this goes back before him, what do I expect? Not much. I would love to be proven wrong. I would love, I would love to be, you know, slapped across the face and, and have everybody say, Nick, you, 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 you were so negative. And look what happened. You were wrong. I would love that. I love being wrong. When, you know, when I take a not-so-optimistic stance on something. But, am I expecting it? No. So, this may, may be a little harsh, but that's just my delivery, ladies and gentlemen. That's just how I roll. I give it to you straight. You know, that's, that's how I seize it. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a legal expert. I could be wrong about everything I just said. And if you think I am, let me know down in the comments section. Now... With with all that said, what we're going to do, now that we've covered the, the big story, is we're going to shut this down, we're going to fire up the after party, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to take a lighter note over there, okay? We're going to have some fun. So, what we're going to do, we're going to shut this down. There's a, a live stream already set up on Locals. It's free to watch. You don't have to be a paid supporter, um, and you guys are all invited. You know, we're just going to hang out with the Wilf Pack, respond to comments. If you want to be involved in the discussion, you can become a supporter, and you can see the comments. You can, you know, fire comments my way, and I'll respond to them all. So, um, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in, thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.